Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ancestral Wellness. I'm Danny, and with me is my wife, Justa. Hi. And uh, we did a little pre-intro uh, ramble episode that we had recorded previously and put it onto a, a different podcast. But anyway, um, it, it goes into a little bit about a collaboration between uh, Ancestral Strength Expedition is, is uh, my Instagram account. And uh, it, it pretty much focuses on, on fitness and food, which is kind of where what we're doing now for this podcast. Um, so and why tell them why you um, decided to do Ancestral Strength Expedition. Because it ties into because of the, uh, the Ancestry.com or whatever. Well, you can. So basically, the majority of my bloodline or whatever is is Vikings. So, you know, these guys were were very strong and active, nomadic sometimes people. And they were farmers and they were warriors and everything like that. Um, But it also, it it kind of resonates with uh, a certain type of feeling like... uh, like not being a couch potato, like not, not, um, you know, being a lazy fat ass or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, but you did it to hold yourself. We did it. uh, I did it. We did it. You, you helped me along the way the whole time, but the, the whole thing is to keep me accountable for my fitness goals and, and my nutritional goals. And, uh, you know, it's a constant reminder. So if you if you guys have seen my my Facebook, whatever, not my Facebook, my Instagram thing, it's uh, you know primarily food and uh, and uh, physical fitness. So the background in the in the strength part of it is is our ancestors were were just more physically fit. They had to be. They they. They didn't have cars. They didn't have all the modern amenities that we take for granted now um, that have kind of crippled us and, and made us uh, very reliant on on stupid things like uh, heating up your food or um, just getting from point A to point B. You know what I mean? Get in the car. Well, I don't know if it's stupid, but... <laughs> well. I'm not saying it's stupid. I'm just saying like it, it makes what we're very spoiled. We're very spoiled as a society. And uh, I think it's I think everybody can honestly take a look and be like, yeah, I kind of am spoiled, even though if you don't have much, you've got more than a lot of people do. So anyway, uh, we, we just back then our ancestors spent more time outside. They spent more time uh you know, working their own ground or, or just, you know, being more active, Mm -hmm. um, you know, walking, they rode horses, they, they, you know, were fishermen, they were gatherers, they were, they were definitely hunters and, and, uh, they were very active and very physically fit, um, which is kind of lacking in today's society, especially here in America where we're, it's just, it's so easy to to call in take out or to the drive through or you know 
all these things that that are convenient but not that great for you. And working a nine to five job, five sometimes six days a week, doesn't always allow you the time that our ancestors they had walking around and. Definitely, definitely. Um, my nine to five is more like a seven to five because I don't. You know, that's just how our operation works. But anyway, it it definitely, you have to be, what was, what was the word you used? Intentional. Intentional. You have to be intentional with your physical fitness aspect um, for today's lifestyle. So we, uh, Justin and I fit, you know, we, we agreed to a schedule for me of Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday for me to go to the gym in the evening after work. And uh, that's keeping a schedule is how I'm gonna stay on track physically, and and Justa is is my main support system in the kitchen, and uh, and she does an incredible job. So uh, on the nutritional side of of this whole uh, podcast and this whole lifestyle is uh, it's a version. Or several versions of AIP, autoimmune paleo. Uh, we do modified versions. We do strict versions. I'm more uh, on the modified side than the strict side. Uh, but uh, but Justa is definitely well versed in this, and and she's going to be able to tell you guys so much more factual information. I can just vouch for myself and what it has done for me. Um, but as far as as far as the fact side goes, I mean, she is she's on point. She's done her research. She's continuing to do her research, and uh, it's something that's that she's very passionate about. And uh, I've supported for for many many years, and for many years to come. Uh, this is definitely not just a fad. This is not a uh, an overnight thing. This is definitely a way of life for us. Uh, it is it is a sustainable diet for us. I've tried keto, and don't get me wrong, keto does work for, for many people. It, it is a tremendous kickstart to, or jumpstart, whatever you want to call it, to lose a few pounds. But long term, I, I don't think it's there. I don't think it is a healthy uh, solution to, to maintaining a... Long term. Long term. Mm-hmm. To maintaining a, a body type or a, a lifestyle. I mean, some people do, don't get me wrong. Um, but not everybody is built the same. Everybody's body is different. Everybody responds differently to different foods, to different uh, spices. To di- every everybody is different. Period. We're like snowflakes. Everybody's different. <laughs> you know. But just a couple of stats here. I mean, today in America, thirty-two percent of men and thirty-five percent of women are obese. That's a lot. Yeah. One in three adults is obese. overweight. Is over obese. is obese. That's more than overweight. That's more than overweight. Yeah. That's that's border, that's unhealthy. Like that. Well, that's when you start having diabetes, chronic and disease. chronic chronic diseases and and Health joint issues. issues and you know autoimmune. back pain, autoimmune uh, disorders or Heart issues. Disease. Heart disease. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and. And we're so quick to take a pill. And that's where the ancestral wellness comes into play. Like, we're not about taking pills. We're about... Getting back to roots. We're about getting back to our roots, about our, our 
are eating and uh, maintaining a healthy lifestyle through the gut, not through a pill at the pharmacy. And one of my favorite quotes is by Hippocrates, and he said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And that has really proven true for us in the past um, several years. And it's it's actually um, helped me out of a lot of uh, chronic health issues that I was having, as well as my daughter, um, or our daughter having. Thank you. I played a big part <laughs> in having her, too. <laughs> yes. So... Um, but we're gonna yeah we're gonna get into that um, not on this episode but you know we'll as as everything progresses and we get you know followers and stuff like that that are that are interested in hearing our story on how food has helped us out not just health wise but fitness wise um, that's that's basically what our goal is on on this show is to is to educate people and to continue our education um, through food and through physical fitness. And, uh, and just as not a gym person, I'm a gym person. I, I love it. I used to be at the gym six days a week uh, before work, which was a nightmare. I would be up, well, my alarm would go off at like 3.30 and uh, it was just a nightmare. So we're doing the after work special now. Uh, getting more sleep. Sleep is key mm-hmm. to to anything, to fitness, to health. to he- mental health, to physical health. I mean, it's, sleep is crucial to to growth. So, uh, do you have anything you want to add before we? Well, I just was going to talk about how we actually do eat now. Okay. I u- I used to eat a very strict AIP diet. Okay. Um, autoimmune paleo, um, which helped me figure out what foods I was reacting to um, that were causing a lot of the health issues that I was having. And I've been able to modify my diet a little bit more and eat some of the things that I couldn't eat before. And now I'm able to um, have probably closer to a paleo diet than um, autoimmune paleo. But you and I both do basically modified paleo and yeah. I was just going to say um what what is your one of your favorite things that we make now oh hands down the pizza the pizza 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 okay I'm gonna tell you what I'm a pizza freak I love meat and cheese and vegetables and if you throw that on top of a meat crust like a, we do ground chicken crust uh it's mixed with some cheese and some herbs and then we press it down into a pan bake it till it's brown pull it out then you throw your pizza toppings on top of that so it can be sauce cheese more meat vegetables uh we do two different versions we do a red sauce version and we do an olive oil garlic version which is my favorite um not huge on the red sauce i can Mm -hmm. i can take it or leave it but um man i could eat that every day well, I've, I've actually made it a little bit healthier by adding in some of the rice cauliflower. So it's not just all meat. There's a little bit more oh. vegetable in there now. Well, so. there you go. Yeah. Tricky. <laughs> <laughs> that is delicious. That's, I could eat that every day uh, or a version of that every day. Yeah. 
Um, but you know that. I mean, before I started doing this diet with you or this lifestyle with you, I I would eat pizza probably once a week, like real pizza from a a place here in town that, you know, they probably miss me by now because I haven't gone in there for pizza in a very long time. But um, that's that's probably my favorite thing. And I, you know, anything on the grill that that we do is yes is awesome chicken thighs steak burgers you know whatever um what does the typical day eating a when you are on point and you are food doing your food prep and everything like that or i'm doing your food prep (laughs) what is that let's be honest you're you're doing the majority of it right that's okay (laughs) what does that look like for you it basically breakfast would consist of eggs in some form, whether okay. it be a, a casserole or or just a scramble with some cheese or whatever. Um, snacks would be uh, like a handful of of some kind of nut, but not like like I would do macadamia nuts if I can find them, almonds or walnuts, uh, blueberries. Blueberries. Um, that's the only kind of berry that I would do, but um, just out of preference, or well, that is probably my favorite berry ever. Okay, but um, that and they're just easy to to throw in a container. They don't take up much room. They're little. And what about lunch? Lunch would consist of whatever we had left over from the night before. So it'd be either something grilled on a salad. Well, I put everything on the salad, so it doesn't matter what it was. It could be grilled meat. It could be it could be um, burger, vegetables. Ve- yeah. It could be leftover veggies, leftover burgers. I mean, anything that I got leftovers going into the same container, except for the meats. The meats stands alone. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the meats stands alone. So and then so our dinners look like that. It's basically whatever's on the grill. Yep. We do a lot of cauliflower rice, um, yeah. and that is. Basically, four packages of cauliflower rice. We get it from our local farmer's market store that has it for $0.69 a bag, which is amazing. So I usually stock up on that, and we we usually do three to four packages at a time. We Mm -hmm. add in butter. We use the um, grass-fed. Yeah, that Irish butter. Yes, we use that, and then we put cheese on top after that's cooked for a bit. Um, Sometimes... Do pepperonis on there? Yes, sometimes we'll add in some garlic and pepperonis Mm -hmm. on top, a little Parmesan. That's that's a a great side dish, and it makes you feel like you're actually eating something that is... It's our take on mac and cheese. Bad, yeah. yeah. It's our take on mac and cheese, and it is phenomenal. It's delicious. It's very good. Um, we almost always do a salad because if there's at least a little bit of salad eaten, there's enough left over for lunch for the next day. Yep. Um, typically, because we have um, a picky eater um, in the form <laughs> of a nine-year-old, we are sometimes um, doing different vegetables here and there. But a lot of times we do a lot of broccoli. Um, we do asparagus quite a bit, roasted veggies in the yeah, oven. Lots of roasted veggies. On occasions, sweet potatoes, um, just to add a little bit of resistant starch. And it's good to have some sugars, healthy sugars. Um, if you, you know, if you're a woman, you have autoimmune thyroid issues, something like that, and you need a little bit more sugar, 
that's a great way to add the sugar in um, without actually adding in sugar. Yeah, like table sugar. Yeah. Um, but uh, and by coffee. Coffee. I yeah. drink a obscene amount of coffee. I love coffee. Um, what do you put in your coffee? Uh, my stop in the morning, I put in half and half and no sugar, just half and half. Like a, I'm going to say like three tablespoons of half and half and the rest coffee. And, uh, and at work, it'll just be black coffee the rest of the day. Cause I don't have any creamers at the store that are, that are good, <laughs> good that are good for you. But, um, now what about if you have coffee here? Coffee here, it is full fat coconut milk. And that shit is on point. It is amazing. So it really good. Is. And we get it we get it in the can from Amazon or from Foodline or wherever, you know, wherever you can get it. Um it's so good. Mm-hmm. I just I can't say enough about it, but I'm I'm gonna stop myself. Now what about alcohol? If you are going to drink alcohol, what alcohol would you drink in order to feel like you're still staying within the parameters of um, eating the ancestral wellness way. It would be a a liquor or a spiced spiced a spiked seltzer of some sort. Uh, they're just they're they're lower carb. They're lower calorie. Um, Are there any liquors you would stay away from? Maybe like the sugary. Yeah, the rums I would stick away. I would stay away because r- that's all rum is—is is distilled sugar cane. That it's uh, it's all sugar. I mean, it says technically if you were doing keto that that's it would be okay, but. Yeah, but I don't yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't buy. I mean, I know it's a natural sugar, and right. and then everything, and you know, even tequila is is made from agave, which turns to sugar after it's been cooked. But it's not. It's not the same. It's not a. It's. It doesn't taste sweet like rum does. No, but I mean so. some rums taste like straight fire too. Right. But what I mean what I mean by what I mean by um, liquor is like probably like the flavored vodkas or things uh, like yeah. that. Oh Any, yeah, anything with an added flavor to it. I anything would stick unnatural away from. that has to have added colors or added yeah, flavoring. Those that are can't probably be good not. For, yeah, those are probably you. not considered ancestral or no so so to just be straight up to the point it would be you know clear clear liquors and uh, a seltzer of some sort that's kind of where i'm at with it right now being a guy that would just drink beer and i mean a devout beer drinker and brewer switching that is heartbreaking but i feel better so you know why not yeah. Why not shed the stuff that makes you feel like shit? So, how much weight have you lost total since you started this specific eating habit lifestyle? I can't say for sure, but it's it's around fifty pounds That's from awesome. from last July. That's I've awesome. lost about fifty pounds. So, my glasses don't fit me anymore. They fall off my head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these dogs are out of control. Anyway, um, is there anything else that you'd like to, to add? Yeah, I mean, I would like to talk about like what a regular day for you looks like for me. Well, yeah. let's let's have it. What does your day look like? Breakfast through uh, through dinner. So, typically, when I get up in the morning, I have a cup of coffee. That is not technically autoimmune paleo. If I was doing autoimmune paleo, you aren't supposed to do any caffeine. But no it's coffee. necessary as a mom. Well, I mean. <laughs> 
some people initially react to coffee, so that's a whole thing. But I can do, I can actually tolerate coffee now. I can't do excessive amounts of it, but I can do that. I will have um, some organic stevia in it and some full-fat canned coconut milk. Mm. Um, and it varies for breakfast. Sometimes I just eat an apple, a green apple, because it's lower in sugar. Um, sometimes I have... Um, Bacon, Bacon. and I try to get a natural, uh, without the nitrates, um, I try to get something like that. You can top you off? Sure. And avocado. Bacon and avocado together is just a magical combination, and I've actually recently got our daughter interested in it, so she'll, she'll have a little bit of avocado with her bacon, too. Um, well, tell everybody our obscene obsession with avocados. Well, okay. So rabbit trail here for a minute. I, I love avocados. I love them. Like avocados have always been one of those things. Um, guacamole, uh, when Nora was little, we would make a giant bowl of guacamole and just stick it in front of her. Or actually even before that, we would just half an avocado and give that to her because we knew that that was a very good, healthy fat. Um, so that that was one of her first foods. Um, she loves avocados now, and we'll make her own guacamole without any help. And we have to keep at least one avocado in the house every day for her alone. Um, I prefer to have one myself. It gets very expensive, um, but we try to if we can find them on sale really cheap. We try to really stock up. Keep them in the fridge. If there's a lot, if we can get a lot of them for really cheap, we'll actually make... Um, bags and bags and bags of guacamole and freeze it. Yes, yes. We'll stick it in the stand mixer and just make a giant batch of guacamole and put it in the in Ziploc baggies in like a serving size. Yeah. And it actually, it thaws out very well. You just put it in some warm water while you're making dinner and then you have guacamole for your nachos or whatever. So... Um, Guacachos. Back to... Uh, what I what paleo looks like for me in a day, I've had my apple, my bacon, my avocado, whatever. Um, for lunch, I usually do a salad as well, something leftover, um, maybe a meat leftover on top of that as well. Half of avocado on top of I'll do one half for breakfast, the other half will be for lunch. Um, on top of my salad, I make a homemade Italian dressing that doesn't have any additives. Everything is in it is is spices and i know exactly what it is it's oil it's vinegar and it's spices that i've put together and i know what it is um and that's usually my lunch i don't do anything crazy there uh but dinner is whatever we make for dinner um i don't always do the things that he does um where you might have trying to think of something that you might have that I won't have. Ranch dressing. Ranch. Yeah, I don't do ranch dressing. I do, I do dressings. I, I still store do bought. store-bought dressings. But um, you, do make, you do make some homemade ranch that is pretty decent. We just don't always have it in the house. Right. I steer clear of sour cream. I don't do that anymore. Um, sometimes if we make, like, um, paleo nachos for dinner... I'll do either plantains mm, and yeah. I'll oven roast them in some coconut oil 
and flip them a couple times so they're nice and golden. Or I'll do the same thing with slices of sweet potatoes. And that's a amazing um, thing to put, you know, your nacho stuff on. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times I will just top mine with uh, guacamole where Danny will have, you know, the whole, the whole gamut and sour cream. And I don't, I don't typically do those things. I usually just top with and hot sauce. Hot sauce. Love yeah. the hot sauce. I can do a little sriracha now where I couldn't do that before. But um, I, again, those are things that are processed and I try to limit those things. Uh, I don't typically eat anything that is processed with the exception of some packaged uh, plantain chips. I right. will do those as a snack on occasion. And they're not that... I mean, they're, they're, they're decent. Yeah. It's they're not, not all bad. the time. It's, it's not something I eat regularly. They're not Lay's potato chips. No, or even... Or Doritos. Tortilla chips, which are just not good for you either. But if I was going to have a snack or dessert, my snack would be um, medjool dates. Typically, I try to stay around three medjool dates, and um, I make homemade coconut butter. Yeah. And you mix those two things together, and what does it taste like? What does it taste like? I think it's like a like a caramel, like it, cheesecake it or something. It, it tastes like what heaven probably feels like. <laughs> it's really good. It's, <laughs> it's delicious. Like, medjool dates are amazing. If you haven't tried them, that's definitely something to get. It's nature's candy. And I... I remember when I first started doing autoimmune paleo, I would make a plate and going from the diet that I was eating before, I didn't feel like it was a huge difference because I was already, I had already done a lot of the diets I had done. I had been gluten-free for several years. I had tried dairy-free and gluten-free. I had tried, um, I had even tried vegan gluten-free. Um, I just had tried a lot of different things and it, wasn't none of it really worked um but once I did actually start autoimmune paleo and I had switched over I realized that I actually had to eat more food which was weird because before I'd have to keep my portion sizes small yeah and I was eating I didn't realize it but I was eating a lot of vegetables and you just really don't get full on vegetables not I, like I you. Not how, like you do with a with a carb, like a like a grain. Or. Right, right. So let's talk. I mean, grains. I don't even really do any grains anymore. No. Like I, when I was just doing, um, I don't know, just eating healthier per se, I would do rice, and that would be my grain. But now I don't do rice. At all, like we, mm-hmm. you know, the bean will eat rice all day long but it's I I don't eat it anymore and I feel I still get full from the cauliflower rice mm-hmm. um, because there's fat added to it too correct. and I think that that's so, a huge that's a huge huge part of paleo and this and this diet in particular I think that it I think that keto has it right as far as you do have to have yeah. di- you have to have the fat to feel full and satisfied and there's actually I was reading something that said, um, what did it say? Rats. Well, yeah. Make cell. It makes cell membranes. Um, but there was something else that I was going with that. But anyway, um, 
you need you need them they they're necessary for you to absorb uh vitamins specifically a d e and k and it actually um that's what it is it's fat slow gastric emptying which basically increases your hormones so that you feel full your hormones make you feel full it it increases the horn the hormones in your body that make you feel full oh fats do okay sorry i said that a little backwards yeah my hormones make me feel full (laughs) (laughs) oh my oh my yeah but um fat's very important but it's really about it being the right fat and uh high quality fats so some like like there's a list of high quality fats that i was looking at earlier and Here's a few of the things that would be considered a high-quality fat. Butter, tallow, lard, palm oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, and olive oil. Okay. So pretty much anything that isn't one of those things is not a high-quality healthy fat. Um, Canola, soybean, sunflower, corn, safflower, grapeseed, margarine, those are all things that are made in a factory. So they're not good for you. Right. I mean, they're they're not just made in a factory. They are refined and created almost chemically in most cases. And, I mean, you can look up documentaries or look up things on online and see how they're made, and it's really just not a... It's not a good thing. So one of the things that I read was... Nature doesn't make bad fats, but factories do. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. It's a very true statement. Yeah. So. And then we talked about, you know, what I do for alcohol. And I think I touched on, I mean, you kind of do the same thing. I, and, and we do, we, you do uh, tequila. I'm very specific because, again, it has to go back to the autoimmune component. Um, I can do, I try to stay away from nightshades, specifically potatoes. They do not agree with me. They do make me feel sick. Um, So that's one of the things that I do avoid. And vodkas are usually grains, which I I don't do those things. So between a potato vodka and, um, you know, grain vodka, I would always choose the potato vodka if I could. But, um... Really, honestly, those are just not, they're not great for people with autoimmune issues. Um, really, there's no alcohol that is. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, but in in um, in moderation, right. it's okay. I mean, don't if, go if nuts. You, if you can tolerate it, there are some people, like I said, on the end of the spectrum where it's, you know, they're, they're really severely reacting to things. At, you know, there's autoimmune issues there. It's it's probably not helpful at all to drink at all it, until you can actually heal um, your body a little bit more, and then eventually add it back in, like I've been able to. So, but if I was uh, tequila is my choice. That's what I prefer. Yeah. And I just like it straight up. Uh, I don't need a lime. I don't need salt. Just put it in my cup. <laughs> um, There's and, a song about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. And I do like truly the um, seltzer spike. I don't like all the spike seltzer. I'm going to be no. really particular. Yeah, I, I, I mean, really we, only like we truly, can definitely so. we can be particular. I mean, 
not all of them are, are good and not all of them taste real. Can we get paid for this? <laughs> well, if you want to talk to Truly about, or Boston, uh, let's talk to Boston Burning. You know, we can talk to Sam Cal- Caglione or Cal Jones, however you pronounce it, because he just sold dogfish to, gotcha. you know what I mean, Boston Brewing Company. Who owns Truly? I don't know. Who so. owns Twisted Tea? Who owns Angry Orchard? Ah, whatever. We'll talk to those clowns later. It's all about money anyway. So, um, but yeah, we we definitely um, have seen a lot of positive benefits from from changing our way of eating. Yeah, just the way we eat by itself, not let alone the exercise aspect, which we'll we'll go into more uh, in later episodes. Uh, but you know, this is. What are, we're we're just kind of kicking the tires here right now. What are just a few things that you would say right off the top of your head were the best benefits from changing your eating? Uh, the way you feel, like just the way mental clarity, um, you you clothes fitting better. You know, you're not as bloated. You don't feel as bloated. Well, you're you're not as bloated because you're not. Um, I would say the the. The biggest thing for me has just been the mental clarity. Like I'm not in a in a um, a bread fog or whatever you want to call it. It's for me. It was the just the the overall feeling better. My body doesn't hurt as much, even after a hard workout. My body doesn't hurt as much when I eat right. So it's it all it all ties together. It's all hand in hand. It's you know. The gut is inside the body and the muscles are outside the body. So protect what's inside and the outside will follow. I well, just made that the up. Cor- yeah. It sounded good. <laughs> you paid for that shit. <laughs> well, the, basically the core of your health in general is your stomach. Correct. And your core. Yes. So it only makes sense that... And, and your body is made up of cells that are fed by the foods that we eat and we are only as really as good as what we eat you get in or you yeah you you get out what you put in exactly exactly so um for me what probably was the main benefit for you know after doing autoimmune paleo was i had energy um like i I hadn't had in years and years and years and um I was able to actually spend time with my family and be more involved and feel good. I, I didn't have vertigo anymore. I didn't have nausea. I wasn't dealing with um, just actually like inflammation in my body that was, I just was in pain constantly. My hips, my legs, um, going up the stairs was uncomfortable. I felt like an old lady, but so old. I don't, <laughs> not anymore. So that's one of the the benefits that I noticed from changing my diet. Um, And and these were things that I probably didn't even realize before. And you and I were talking about this. People don't know how bad they feel until they change something up and then they realize how bad they felt. Yeah. And I I think that that was kind of the case for me. And I know it was for you. Yeah. And uh, I think that if, if you are someone that has some health issues um we 
obviously, again, we're not doctors. You really should go to your doctor and, and get some advice. But unfortunately, your doctor is also going to tell you that um, food isn't going to do anything. Yeah, you and need to take this pill. We're here to tell you that you can have control of your health and you can change something. You can actually even change your gene expression. That's a whole another topic for another day too. Well, yeah, we'll get into we'll we'll get into the heavier stuff you know, later. Specifically. And we'll have specific topics that we'll talk about on this on a show. Um, you know, we'll we'll make it the the central focus of an episode. And it's it's really good stuff. Um you don't need to take a pill, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you do, like, you legitimately have a need for something. But what we're here to say is you, you keep doing what you're doing with the with your health uh, protocol with your doctor. And, but, and per their, you know, um, allowance, add in some of these things. Um, your doctor is never going to tell you don't eat better. They're just not going to say that. Your doctor's never going to tell you don't exercise. They're not going to say that either. So these are things that we know are okay as long as you have their guidance and their um, go ahead. Um, and it's it's just worth it's worth a try. It's worth taking some control of back. Yes, it's worth the investment for your own health. To yes. to invest in yourself is going to be the greatest investment that one can make, and it'll it'll show it'll show inwardly it'll show outwardly and people are going to notice and you're going to notice you know almost immediately it takes a little while but it feels like it's almost overnight um because of of just how drastic of a change it will make in in your life as it has made in my life and it has made in Justice's life um and it the one thing that i do want to say is be prepared you are this is an investment your health is an investment and we're so quick to spend money on things that aren't going to last us forever or are only going to last us a couple years. We're very quick to spend a lot of money on that, but we're, we're very quick to say, oh, well, that's too much money to eat healthy or it's, it's too much money to, you know, spend the, I don't know, just, it is, it is expensive to eat healthy, but it is an investment in your health and eventually you'll get to the point where you know, you're spending less money, hopefully, on prescriptions and... Yeah, you're spending your money on, on you, on your food, on, on making yourself... Quality well, of life. Quality of life. Quality of life. Yeah. It's, that's what we're all about, you know what I mean? And, and this lifestyle has definitely afforded... It, it has cost us money, don't get us wrong. Mm-hmm. But you can't put a price tag on your health. So doctors will put a price tag on your health. It costs this much to go fill this script. But... You know, like Justin was saying, if you need that, if you need it, by all means, we're not doctors. You got to, you know, do what you got to do. But if you could implement some of what we're saying alongside of what you got going on. Um, and just see what happens. Just see what happens. You know what I mean? Like it's, you, you're going to, you're going to love it. You're going to love yourself afterwards. You're going to, you're going to wish you had started sooner. Uh, I know I had. I wish I had started a lot sooner and I would have probably been in a lot better shape than I am now. Um, but anyway, it, it is an investment in yourself and uh, you're worth it. And uh, that's how that's how we're living right now. And I, I would love to, in the future, do a podcast specifically on how to save money eating this way. 
Well, yeah, we could do that. We can invite whoever you want to invite on the show and, and get their input too. That that is a, a thrifty shopper or somebody that's really into food. And we know a lot of people that are into that stuff, so we can we can definitely fill some spots. Uh, how to eat out? How to eat out? How, how to, to go eat camping? In. Yeah, there's so many different things that we that so many different people that we know that have experience in in these fields, and, and my wife especially. So, uh, you know, that's that's what we're gonna do on this on this podcast. We're gonna we're gonna try to to push uh, push the healthy envelope on everybody, and you know, ultimately it's gonna be your decision, of course. But if you try it. You know, you, you might be surprised on uh, how much you like it. So I'm I'm done. Are you done? We're done. Uh, that is it. Episode one. For today. That's it for today. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, again, there's uh, there's voice memos if you guys want to chime in with whatever. I mean, we can we can add you to the show. We can add your voice memo to the show, and we can talk about it. So uh, thanks for listening.